0: Hello, mate. Hello. <laughs> We're back with another cocktail murder. Oh,
1: and Torsion Honey, the American Torsion Honey, are no more. <laughs> we came to replace them.
0: The British Taj and Honey, of course, have killed <gasps> the American Toge. <taj. laughs> don't don't it's
1: twisted it's twisted it's a
0: murder mystery it is
1: a murder mystery and what happened to george and honey anyone you in the back can you tell me you the quiet one the one who didn't raise their hand Hello. Hello. We're back. <laughs> We're back for another show. We are. Uh, it's um I feel like it's been a while. I feel like every time we re record, yeah. It's just like it's been a long time. So which sh- should we like <laughs> record every day? Let's record every day. Tuh. Fuck it. Why not? Tuh. Tuh. I mean, That's it's nothing. not like we have anything else to do with our lives. Except work.
0: Well, oh well. well <laughs> Too soon, too soon, too soon, guys. We won't go down the working. I
1: am currently an entrepreneur.
0: (laughs) Oh really? What what do you do? What do you do?
1: I I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, (laughs) a little bit of podcasting. Hey, yeah, we're podcasters. We're podcasters. That's what we do. Please donate. And subscribe <laughs> And, and uh, send us your reviews I actually read some pretty good reviews On our Apple um, Awesome Isn't that great? We had three awesome reviews No way I swear to god we had three And, oh, that's so and cool. they're glorifying I like, love It's that. great it, Two in which I, I don't know who they are oh, The other cool. one is from Love Lonnie She was the one oh, who awesome. did the exclusive wine glass yeah, She also gave her. us our um, a plaque of establishment. Yes, she, you know, made one. Um, so we love her to death. Um, but yeah, the other two reviews, though, I have no idea who they are, and That's they awesome. like, it's just great. Like
0: they fuck with us. And well, thank you. It for was really cool. Who reviewed us. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you haven't reviewed us, yeah, review well, us. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like,
1: but I mean, like, give us
0: a good review. But a good don't one. Like, yeah, don't be, be a weirdo. like, fuck these bitches suck. Don't be one of those people.
1: Like, have you ever read those reviews where it's like. Um, The only reason why I'm giving one star is because (laughs) I can't give Give zero. zero oh that's fucked up hilarious <laughs> it's It's, funny. it's like wow you were that mad they were up so upset to the point where like it held over where you possibly had to create an account to make the review right yeah. or sign into your google account or whatever the yeah fuck. whatever you have and to then do. you have to write the review and then you have to submit it like that's a lot of work that's a lot of time to be upset yeah. i just i can't do it i seriously can't do it um speaking of which can you-
0: i probably don't do anything with your time if that's what you if that's do. that's what
1: you do, dude, I'm an employed and I don't even give out reviews. Let me say this. So <laughs> the other day I had Crab Hut downtown San Diego. It sucks.
0: Oh, really? The
1: the establishment in San Diego. Ooh. There are I've tried a different type of or a different area of Crab Hut, and it's super good. Whatever. Yeah, I love Crab Hut. But this one, in particular, in um, downtown, it, <clears> it's <throat> horrible. It sucks. That's it's just, unfortunate. I know. It's super unfortunate, because you're usually really good. Yeah. And I almost wrote a review. It was that bad? It was bad. It I was
0: so bad about it.
1: Um, There were definitely a few seasonings missing in the <gasps> jambalaya.
0: Um, it wasn't spicy at all. Oh. Um, Which is weird, because yeah. they're like Cajun- seasoning. Yeah. Crab, but usually is like pretty, like you can get exactly. like mild spicy, whatever. You That's think? very interesting. Yeah. No. Maybe and they I just
1: had a bad day. I hope so. I mean, but the, the sausages, it just wasn't like uh, Yeah. Well, it you just know, wasn't it. one it wasn't time
0: hitting. I got uh, it wasn't Crab Hut. It was a knockoff of Crab Hut. It was Crab Pub. That mm. is the one in Yimmy. the ghetto. Ooh, and um, I got to go crab with like shrimp Mm. and the shrimp was not fully cooked
1: oh so that was really unfortunate it was it was
0: it was pretty sad but here's my question Tosh did you write a review I did not see I did but you know what I did go back there later and I was like can you be sure to cook my shrimp? Because last yeah. time it was just undercooked. Of course. And then they were like, oh, I'm sorry about that. No problem. We got it. So it's yeah. like I didn't need to put a review and, like, stain yeah. their reviews. And ruin someone's reputation. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. I just went Don't back. Don't a Karen or a John, guys. Seriously. Like, honestly. I just told them, like, hey, just so you know, it was a little undercooked last time. So I would, like, cooked, yeah. basically. Yeah. And guess what? It was perfect. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah That's all you gotta do Yeah I think just like Some people don't believe In like second chances mm. It's like you fuck mm. up one time And then mm. they're like Cancel you Fuck you yeah. Like I'm never I'm gonna write again. the worst Possible thing about you
1: That's why I, I give a lot of food places Second chances Um, yeah. I've had Jersey Mike's Where they overdid the mayonnaise Ugh. Um Ugh. Right <laughs> Right? That sounds terrible. It was gross. It was a bit soupy and it was disgusting. Ew! It was disgusting. It was a horrible experience. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Horrible. Uh, but I ate there again and, you know, sandwich was busting. So, like, I. <laughs> it was good. Like, it sometimes when you give a second chance, like, they do better Yeah. the next time. Are we know? talking about food or people? Ooh. When is it. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Let me think. <laughs> yeah. When is it okay to not give a second chance
0: um ooh murdering someone well yeah for sure i don't think that if you murder someone you should be allowed to murder another right no yeah <laughs> um but even that is like mm-hmm. subjective right <laughs> because what is murder <laughs> exactly exactly, like yeah. there are cases that we've talked about where people just straight up murder people like because they're gross and insane and just like terrible people, right, but then there are some people like the girl that I covered one time, I believe her name was uh Titiana Cooper, oh, and yes. she murdered her brother's murderer mm-hmm. and she absolutely did it out of out of revenge, yep. and it's like should she get a second chance me personally and no one has to agree with me but yeah i i think that she should because i've said it before if someone were to murder one of my siblings oh my god and i know who did it yeah
1: i wouldn't stop i saw someone your ass
0: is grass mister
1: (laughs) your ass is grass i um i saw someone tweet they said something like, "and um, it, it was based off of like anger management or whatever." And uh-huh. they said something like, "you know, I can't be in an argument because I'd be so ready to dig up your dead grandmother and <gasps> sit her on your porch." Oh.
0: It's
1: like, you know what? That's some shit I would do. Oh, like, because it's psycho. like I'm gonna send a message. Like, you know what <laughs> a I mean? Real. Message. I may not hurt you. But I'm gonna do something to make Wait, you know. Like, think I'm about gonna do that. something to fuck your head up. Think
0: about that for a
1: second. You come <laughs> home from a long day of work.
0: Oh, and probably
1: tired. Probably. Boss is you on go your home, ass.
0: Fucking grab a glass of wine. Yeah, and unwind. Grab
1: a beer or something. Oh my gosh, watch some Netflix. Grubhub Hub. Say, fuck it. Fuck my diet today. Today was hard.
0: Exactly. I deserve some relaxation.
1: Oh, my God. And you
0: get to your front
1: door. And then you're like, what is that?
0: Your granny.
1: What is that? Oh. And and you walk closer.
0: (laughs) And she's been dead for so long that it's just skeletons. Oh,
1: my God. And
0: her clothes.
1: Oh, holy fuck. So
0: you don't even know it's your grandma until you see her purple shoes that she oh used God. to wear all the time. I, can
1: I say I imagine like a purple long skirt yes. and like a floral what? white and purple blouse.
0: Why are we <laughs> thinking of somebody's old black granny? <laughs> it's <With laughs> just slippers. Yes. yes, that's I was that's thinking exactly that exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. I'll imagine that, dude. What if?
0: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> What if she had on a church hat that they buried her Oh, no. The one with the net in front? Oh, Oh,
1: man. that's her hat. Yo, I
0: have to kill you after that.
1: At that point, I'm digging up your grandmother (laughs)
0: and placing her on your porch. (laughs) No, just her head. Just. (laughs) That's my cap. That's taking it a step closer. Like, I'm decapitating your dead grandma. Yes and and then and then i'm gonna put her i'm gonna put her head <laughs> in your grandfather's bed <laughs> oh,
1: oh.
0: <laughs> oh horrid hey, horrible yeah well, oh man. Yeah. The so, way some people think, man,
1: <laughs> sickles got to get out of here. Psycho. World to the story is cycles don't deserve second chances. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. They don't deserve second chances. They <laughs> don't. Oh, that's man. Hilarious. Um, so. I'm gonna segue into something really quick Okay Do you And, and this is um, You guys this is belligerent. Oh this is Willa, For one This is
0: Cocktail Murder This is Cocktail Murder Holy shit we didn't even Yeah <laughs> um, What the hell uh, yeah. we, Are we drunk? I don't know I know You know what's crazy is I, I'm actually kind of sober
1: Are you? Yeah Oh my god that's great <laughs> Me too kind of Because I've been drinking a lot And also because I'm unemployed So I've been drinking a lot <laughs>
0: Wait, so are you sober or not? Because I didn't answer the question. I can't tell.
1: So (laughs) um, something very important. First, we are cocktail murder. Yes. We drink. We talk about murder. We talk about black victims, people of color victims, because their stories are underreported or they're always unsolved. Yeah. Yeah, And it sucks. And we're here to shed light on the cases that are left in the dark. Right. You know? um so with that being said we drink while we do this a lot a lot and tonight we're drinking something very special actually yeah um it is from the mcbribe sisters collection mm-hmm. um it is the black girl magic brand and we're drinking rose and i have to say this is delicious it's so good i love it it's yeah i'm a fan super good um i'm definitely gonna try <clears throat> more of their wines mm-hmm. um it's i'm not gonna lie like i'm not a huge fan of anything
0: that's not a red Wine, right? Um, exactly. But this rosé, I could deal with this. Also, like, I'm not a fan of like the sweet wines. Mm-hmm. Um, and this isn't—it's not that this is like sweet, but it's right. definitely more on like mm-hmm. the lighter, fruity side. Yeah, I would say. Right, <laughs> um. <laughs> but I—I I don't mind it at all. Yeah, I no, mean, it's good. Like, it's—I it's, would totally get it again. It's super
1: good, and yeah. um, yeah, we definitely recommend it. We're gonna post. Um, a photo of it yeah. of course when we release this episode but this is really good it's yeah. the, again they're the
0: McBribe sisters black owned yes uh, put emphasis on that and I mean speaking of wine while we're on the subject mm-hmm. this actually drops a Thursday oh, early yes. early Thursday it which sure is does. also the date of the black press wine tasting yes yes um, if you are in the San Diego area um, Black Press B L K P R S S mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, they it's a black-owned uh wine tasting yes. uh experience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh they're actually doing their second wine tasting. Their yeah. first one was white wines. The second one, which is on Thursday, which is the day this will drop, will be red wines. Yeah. And um, I am going, honey yes, is going. I will be there. And it's gonna be fun. Yeah, we'll it's talk about awesome. it
1: on the next episode yeah. too. And we hope to see you guys there. Yeah, we hope that you come. And you have um, to get your
0: ticket now because it's yeah, tonight.
1: Exactly. Oh, shit. Yeah. Technically it is tonight, huh? Yeah. When the day really... that this drops. Yeah. It's tonight. So So make hurry it there. up. Get yeah. it. It's a, it's... We'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there. Come and see us at the Black Press Wine Tasting.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. I'm on Instagram, right? Okay, yes. Love it. Love it. Uh, it's like I have a love-hate relationship with Instagram, honestly. So do I, so do I, so do I. Um okay. Here's the thing. So I'm scrolling, <laughs> scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> oh, don't and, do that. Yeah, I know. And I come across Justin LeBoy and Big hilarious. Fans. Big fans. <sighs> totally. And um he posts something that made me run to the comments to read. And I found it hilarious. So I decided (laughs) to share the comments with you guys. So first, um, what Justin LaBoy put was, (laughs) let me look for it. Ladies. Yes, that's me. What's the poorest shit a nigga did around you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The poorest shit. What's the poor shit a nigga did around you? Oh my gosh. Um there was a point in my life where I fucked with broke niggas on accident. Not not Of course. Yeah. It was totally on accident. So I'm trying to remember. What was the brokest thing? I've definitely gone on a date with a guy. Um, and we had to take the bus home. wow yes the city bus it was the city bus (laughs) and oh (laughs) I'm not proud of this uh whatsoever at all but uh well so we go on a date and we got sushi and he had a coupon uh for the sushi restaurant we were (laughs) at but I was trying to not be that bitch and be like oh he had a coupon because I was trying to you know yeah be what, humble. whatever get, yeah humble like okay yeah. it is like guess what i was a broke bitch so i yeah. couldn't pay for the sushi so whatever. whatever yeah and then yeah and then after i was like yeah how are we uh getting home because i had gotten dropped off right um and we had to take the bus home so mm. he took the bus with me home and then he took the bus home so at least, well, that's sweet. At, at least he <laughs> rode the bus with me that's sweet that's very sweet. It was a little brokey broke shit though, but this was also many years ago. I think I was like still in high school or whatever. But oh, it was still, that's like...
1: kind of like yeah. I mean, understandable. Yeah, yeah.
0: you got to stop fucking with broke niggas after high school.
1: After a certain age, it's kind of like all right, mm, get it yeah. together, raise your standard. <laughs> right. I'm gonna read these comments because it's hilarious. Um, so one said, "So I don't date broke men, but." I did read something before where this girl paid for the movies on a first date and homeboy reached out and took the change. (gasps) No.
0: (laughs) And he took the change. And put it in his pocket. Put it in his pocket. (laughs) That's broke. Saved it for a rainy day. She said, whoop, that's mine.
1: (laughs) Thank you. You don't need that. I'm just going to take that. (laughs) Someone said split pay for an Arizona tea. What are those, A dollar? I was imagining, like, how would one split pay for that, <laughs> like, put 20 cents on my card? Oh, my and then gosh.
0: <laughs> like, you, you know what is funny? One time, uh, this girl that I used to know back in the day, we are no longer friends. Mm-hmm. But one time, she sent me a Venmo request for, like, it was, like, 40 cents. Uh, because, what? like, I had, like, I we had, like, gone to eat. And then we split the bill, but then, like, there were, like, 40 cents left over that she took over. Yeah. And then she venmo me. Like, she requested the 40 cents back. Isn't that weird? Yeah. We are obviously no yeah. longer friends, but no, and it's not even because weird. of that, but obviously, that's but a that's, character flaw, No, but like
1: 40 cents. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, it, it is weird. It's like, it it's like, co- yeah, it sure, costs no. you
0: more to deposit the 40 cents exactly. than it is it to takes, get the 40 cents. And the thing like, is, it's
1: like, you know, it's fine, like, if you need the 40 cents, like, that's not the issue. But it's just like, who asks for, anyways, yeah. weirdo. Uh, okay, this woman says, uh, we went out to eat, and he didn't order anything. And turned around and
0: ate off my plate. No. <laughs> oh my God. Poor baby. Wait, did she know she was paying first? Like, did... I don't know. It's I have no idea. Oh. Well, that was that's kind of sweet. Like, baby, you eat. Okay? I don't have enough for me, but you eat. That is sweet. You know what? You're right. That is cute. <laughs> that is cute. <laughs> Very cute. He was thinking about her. Yeah. Okay.
1: He told me he was bringing lunch and brought his leftover French fries. <laughs> I'd be so mad Were they mad. like McDonald's <laughs> Were they cold is the question Oh that sucks The fries from the bag is what he brought Um, oh. This girl says Watched his paper plates and put it back On the drying rack
0: <laughs> Oh sweet <laughs> But you it's know what sad. that is a thing I've seen that before too I've seen like plastic Yeah utensils. like the plastic bags and stuff oh, yeah, I've seen pla- that yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the Ziploc bag. Yeah oh yeah. I've seen that before. I haven't seen that. <laughs> That's
1: ghetto. That's- <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've seen uh, the
0: plastic utensils. I've seen that. Um, so, wait. Okay. So, what do you do? Uh, so, this brings me to a, a question really quickly. Something yeah. that I have recently encountered. I was on a date with this guy. <clears throat> uh-huh. And we were actually having a great time. Um, but then, as I ordered maybe my second drink, I want to say it was... He hit me with, um, oh, yeah, I just moved into my apartment. So, you know, I'm trying to save money. I'm a little low on funds. So So if somebody says that to you on a date, does mm -hmm. that mean you stop ordering drinks? Or
1: do you – I think that means after (laughs) – that means you walk away. (laughs) That's what that means. Um, That works. That works. I think – I don't know. But I would just order drinks, but for me, yeah,
0: <laughs> because yeah. it's kind of like well, I- because I I still wanted to drink. Of it was course. like a Friday night, and yeah. we weren't at like a restaurant. It was like yeah. a cool little like whiskey bar. Yeah, it was like really oh, cool. Yeah, so I wanted to like order more drinks. But when he said that, I was mm-hmm. like, is that him trying to tell me like okay, slow down on the drinks? I think that's like- what that means.
1: And I and I would also like buy more drinks, but for me,
0: yeah. Maybe if I'm ever in that situation again, hopefully I'm not, I'll just say, listen, I'll pay for my drinks. Yeah, exactly. drink. Exactly. Look, why don't we just pay for our own,
1: <clears throat> you yeah. know, and just yeah. leave it that way.
0: You know, I actually went on another date with him, too. Oh. and we Second got, chance. Yeah, I gave him a second chance. Second chance, yeah. Because he was cool, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's not like, I didn't want to be like, oh, he's kind of broke right now. Let me not go sure. out on a date yeah. with him. So I went on a second date with him, and then, um, yeah, (laughs) we got a few drinks, and then he was like, our last drink, he was like, okay, get another drink. Yeah. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay, so I went to the bar to order us more drinks, and then he went to the bathroom, (laughs) and then he closed his tab. So then I had to pay for our last drink. drink. So that's when I was like, "Okay, nigga, like, all right, bro. Yeah, this is it. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah freaking. It's weird,
1: dude. Don't take a girl out on the date if you can't afford it. Yeah, like, seriously. honestly, like, do it's something so cool you, if you can. can if you, can't, you do, do something you can you can't afford. afford. Don't. Uh, I like picnics because it's like disappointing at this point. But you can also be creative and not spend yes. a lot of money. It's more romantic to be creative. It, oh my god! Can we? Uh, it doesn't. Can I get this comment out the way really quick? And can we talk about? This? Yeah. Okay, really quick. Uh, back on that broke shit. Okay, so this dude said, "Shit, I'll come clean. I took a couple wigs back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I took a couple." And he said, back.
1: "Ball head ass." <laughs> oh.
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> <Sucked up. laughs>
1: Anyways, I prefer creative dates. I prefer them too.
0: Going out too. to
1: eat is cool, whatever. Going to a bar is cool, whatever. But honestly, it you don't have to spend that much on a picnic, buying yeah. a cute little setup.
0: And that shit is so romantic. Going to the beach. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what? I was a on a rose date. and an
1: empty bottle
0: like oh it is so simple oh my god all you gotta do is bring a blanket get a little charcuterie board you know
1: what i would do like i would so i would get like a bottle of a rosé specifically this black girl magic rosé specifically yeah we'll drink it together obviously we'll drink the whole thing because like who doesn't Mm -hmm. um and then and then when it's done i will out of my back pocket or whatever the fuck (laughs) take out a rose and then just put it in the bottle oh, inside the bottle. Be like this is for you. That is
0: so freaking Guys cute. Guys
1: suck. Because how can you not think of that? Like I just came not up with creative that. Creative in the
0: least bit.
1: I came up with that off the fly.
0: Maybe I should just date myself. Yeah. Well, I I actually have rules, <clears throat> and I have my top three rules are okay. uh, don't lie, one hundred percent. Yeah. Don't cry. Mm. Shout out to P Valley because I got that from there. And my last rule is keep my vase full. Keep my vase full. That's it. Mm. Keep my vase I like full. It. And my vase has been full. Well, <laughs> yeah. oh, slow down. Don't tell on yourself. For no, no, no. <laughs> <I know. laughs> nice, nice, nice.
1: Yeah, my vase is full for now, but the flowers yeah. are
0: dying. Oh yeah. Well, mine are a little bit dead right now, I but that's my refill.
1: fault. <laughs> I need a refill.
0: Yeah. Throwing and it out and there. do it. Yeah. Throw it out there because yeah. if someone won't, someone will. Um, and yeah. also, you're right. Do do date yourself. Do get yourself flowers. Yeah. And, and that's why that's one of my rules to keep my vase full is because <laughs> I always keep my vase full regardless.
1: Yeah, you know what? And it's, I mean, again, I I bought myself flowers yeah. and plants and whatever the fuck, and it was cute. You like, take I yourself it. out for yeah. wine for exactly. a drink. Just you know what I haven't do it? done like. In a while, like I've been to the bar by myself a few times in my life, and Mm -hmm. I want to start doing that again. We have four minutes, by the way. Thank you. And it's like, it's fun, you know, to go to places by yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, there's something about it. It's just like, yes, it's like, you know, this is me taking over the town by myself myself, it's like it's almost empowering like it feels good no
0: i do think that's one of the greatest things that you can do is like date yourself and go to places on your own go to a night go to a cute bar get dressed up by yourself Mm, and like like, just hang out and like we live in california so we have the luxury of just like going to a bar on the beach and just like Looking at the water and being in a cute yeah. sundress and just a, enjoying ourselves. What's the weather you know? tomorrow. I just might just. Cold and cold. It was raining today, girl. But it's San Diego. That That's strange. I mean, the weekend I, was hot. So. It really
1: was. I just might take myself to the beach tomorrow. You should do that. Tomorrow,
0: sixty-one. Um, <laughs>
1: I might just go. But you out are to eat. <laughs> at the
0: at this moment. You are yeah. staying downtown. I am in the city. Yeah, you are in the city. So yeah. go get some city life. Yeah. Go grab a table, like yeah. an outside table, and yeah. do some people watching. I love it. You know, I'm gonna do that. That's yeah, what I'm doing. do that. Go to uh, my secret bar that I took you to. Oh <gasps> yeah, because I know. It's, uh, the, yes,
1: the <laughs> my little secret. <speakeasy. laughs> go there. Yes, it's the beautiful. Speakeasy. It overlooks
0: Petco Park like yeah. how much more beautiful fuck can I it get? that's what I'm gonna do also send me the address <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, I <will> that. <laughs> sounds good yeah yep. well <laughs> <laughs> check check
0: check one two one two what is this the J.B.P. boys biked, psych, y'all yeah. firing Mal and Rory, fuck you, fuck you. psych, I don't know what's going it's on with that podcast, now. but, well it's not that bad, it's, it's, it's okay, it's okay, it's really but I, I do miss bad. the old crew, so, of course I do, if any of you guys from the J.B.P. happens to be listening, we miss you Mal and Rory, we sure do, sure
1: I didn't know, do. I
0: didn't realize how much I would miss them, I know, I, I, I... Okay. I miss them, I really do. But it's okay. We have Brilliant Idiots and, and the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. And flagrant. Flagrant too. Yeah. I haven't been listening to that much flagrant lately. It's
1: been a little bit racist. It's a tad bit white. It's it's, it's, a
0: bit, it's quite white. <laughs> yeah. For sure. It's, it's quite, quite white. white. Um so once Schultze gets back to uh his regular Yeah Oh, that's yeah. And that's what it is. Yo, Andrew Schultz, we need you back he's in New around, York. Bro.
1: He's around his brothers in, in Florida. Yes. Yeah, that is you know, so true. He interviewed the mayor and I think that either the mayor or whatever the fuck, one of someone mm-hmm. and he the yeah, mayor of Miami,
0: right? It was the mayor of Miami. And he
1: the mayor I turned the podcast off when the mayor was like, you know, in our town and it's this Hispanic guy and he was like in our town oh, Yeah, DeSantos or something. He said, in our town, while you guys are defunding the police, we're funding our police. And it's like, Andrew didn't stop oh. that No one stopped that And then it was just kind of like Why would you have that Fucktard on your fucking yeah. podcast Yeah like,
0: fuck And like entertain the bullshit it, And just and allow him all to it get is. it off that's all it is That's all it is And so I, I turned it off I was like I can't I can't bear it Yeah I, I, I would Yeah I haven't watched Flagrant 2 in some time For those reasons Yeah I think once Schultz Gets back to New York He'll he just be, needs to get back
1: to New. He needs yeah, to get back Back to his, his roots and yeah. shit Yeah Yeah I, I, I think that's
0: back. great But for now we do have brilliant idiots which I love of course mm-hmm. Breakfast club love the breakfast club amazing um I still have the JBP love the JBP um, and yeah. everything on black effect podcasts actually yeah. I mean JBP isn't on there but everything on black effect podcast Sh- shout out to Charlemagne the God man like if you ever listen to this just know that we are going to be. On Black Effect. We are
1: going to be on Black Effect. We're manifesting it. It's written down in our journals. I see it's on Taj's mirror. (laughs) Yes, it is. Not even
0: whiteboard, mirror. It's on my mirror. We will be on the Black Effect Every morning when I get up and I look at my face in my mirror, it says says, Cocktail Mm. Murder Live Tours because we will be doing live tours. Yes, I'm going to tattoo that on my forehead. (laughs) (laughs) And then my arrow points to Black Effect podcast because that's where... We'd like to be Yeah 100% Yeah 100% But with that um, being said Let's get started Should I stop this now and then st- Cause we have to do the music No fuck it Right here okay, Yeah let's cool. just We're keep cool. it going Alright cool
1: It's so good This is good It is yeah
0: <laughs> Good banta Good banta yeah.
1: Okay Um It's my turn Mmm So You're going first huh? <clears throat> I am <clears throat> Um okay so I was watching Lovecraft Country.
0: So good. So good, right? Did you know that Journey Smollett, the girl from Roll Bounce? Yes. Um, I boo. That I is love her. you. you kind of look like her, actually. That's funny. You guys are like the same category stop it. of female. No. Stop it, stop it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that is Jesse Smollett's sister. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> S-
1: wow. Isn't that funny? She kept that under wraps. She didn't showed she? it. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who would have known? Who would have thunk it? Okay, so yes, yeah, so I was watching Lovecraft Country. So good. Binged it all weekend. Only took so two bad. days. Crazy, right? Um. So, anyways, the, the the characters go back to a particular time and year. Mm-hmm. Um. And I watched it and was really touched by this certain episode and i was like you know what this is it i'm gonna talk about this this event oh shit and um for this evening why not this is the story i'm gonna discuss right so with that being said i will be going over the tulsa massacre (gasps) shut the fuck up up. shut the fuck up (laughs) oh my god i'm so excited here we go so let's start talking about oklahoma okay um, in 1907, Oklahoma became the 46th state, which doesn't seem that long ago. No. <laughs> no. 1907? Nope, not that long ago. Like,
0: uh, that's not that long ago. That's no. crazy.
1: For a state to be admitted, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But whatever.
0: Okay. That would be our great-grandparents' generation. Like, dude.
1: Crazy. That's crazy. Um, and so it's just crazy what can be accomplished in, like, such little time. Right. Right. Um, socialism became a driving force among struggling farmers until world war one in 1917 where basically all of america needed food um so in just a few years cattle cotton and wheat ranches were booming and the economy began to soar since the discovery of oil that valued uh to about 3.5 million dollars One city in particular reaped the benefits. This city held the nickname of the oil capital of the world. And this is none other than the city of Tulsa, located in Oklahoma. Wow. Because of this booming oil dig up, many people from Pennsylvania, Ohio, and New York moved to Tulsa. Many communities thrived and one of the most successful community was Greenwood. Hmm. Since the early 1900s, as the Native Americans were basically being forced out of their homes, there were a community of black people who were free slaves in the area living with the natives. The white people moving in the area called that area Little Africa. Interesting. Interesting. And essentially they didn't go near it. Of course. Because... Because... Because because they're white. Because what the fuck. (laughs) So this black community isolated themselves and started building. In 1905, Booker T. Washington visited and was basically thrilled that he saw this thriving community. He encouraged the people to keep building their own institutions. In 1905, there was about 4,000 acres of Black-owned businesses under the supervision of C.W. Green, who was a teacher at the Tuskegee Institute. Mm. With the direction from successful Black men above him, Greenwood was formally organized in 1901. Nice it's no secret that greenwood was a success with thriving businesses banks libraries and so many other institutions so fucking poppin this led to the nickname the black wall street mm, and it's just like mm, the mm, mecca mm. it's like the black mecca exactly. it's like i mean i can't imagine no seriously, i, I seriously, like living <laughs> in
0: that yeah. um yeah it's that's that's I can't imagine So dope I, I mean, I, I kind of imagine Atlanta sort of being to be, like th- that. Being like that Yeah. percent yeah. um, Even though I was talking to somebody from Atlanta the other day And they were saying it's difficult with Atlanta Because behind, like, very, like, mm-hmm. strong black businesses Is, like, a white person funding it um, We could totally cut this out later no, if bucket, we need yeah. to But, um but it, it sucks because it's kinda true, but it's but we can't not look at Atlanta as like the black the mecca. mecca. Like yeah, it exactly. looks um, it's it's um, mean it's all black people. Yeah, like exactly. when I flew there, even the TSA agents were black. We're black. Yeah. And I was Everyone, like, yeah. this is like, amazing. This is, yeah, <laughs> I don't
1: feel subconscious. Yes. I don't you know. I what I, I mean? honestly
0: felt so, at home. Literally, I really yeah. Did.
1: You feel free. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Okay, so um I just want to give a quick example on how incredible this community was mm-hmm. so there were all black lawyers doctors and other professionals in greenwood um that offered their services i just want to make it clear so there's tulsa city and then there's the sector greenwood and this got is it. what we're talking about got it um but the thing is Greenwood okay i'll just i'll get into that later mm-hmm. okay um one black man named J.B. Stratford, who graduated with a law degree, bought land, then sold it to the black residents for redevelopment into houses and other potential profitable businesses. Wow. Just wow. Honestly. Wow. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I mean, just talking. Yeah. Just that's reinvesting
0: back into your community. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, it's great. I, I might... Um, I don't remember where it is I think it's in Georgia I want to say it's in Georgia But it's Mm -hmm. like uh, It was like 11 black families Or something like that Mm -hmm. Just purchased this crazy amount of land Mm -hmm. there And they are basically like Yeah this is is for us This is our community This is for us to start businesses here On this land So Mm -hmm. it's just really dope to hear That like people are doing that And they're like You know what? We're going to make the moves to reinvest back into the community. Yep. I love it. That's dope. I love that. I love it.
1: So Greenwood is growing and it's growing fast. What started off as a pretty shitty land that only black people were allowed to buy Mm. um, turned into a booming city damn near that was ever growing. Because that's what we do. Because that's what we do. um, And especially growing into the white neighborhoods. Mm. So they, they set up boundaries. And they were growing so much That they damn near had to take over And step over these boundaries To keep growing and fit all these people And and these institutions Yeah, Yeah. all kind of stuff That makes sense though At this point um, There were threatening letters To the business owners and residents To stay within their quote unquote boundary But Greenwood had no choice But to expand given that it's growing Mm -hmm. Um but this expansion is where the tension begins of course now on may 30th 1921 oh, no. a young black man named dick roland was riding in the elevator in the drexel building at 3rd and maine with a white woman named sarah page the next day dick roland was arrested as he was accused for sexually assaulting sarah page <sighs> a white mob made their way to the courthouse, demanding the sheriffs to hand Dick Rowland to them. The sheriff refused, and more white mobs gathered. At this point, there was a police barricade to prevent the mob from marching in the building. Sounds familiar. Interesting. Um, A group of black men marched down and created their own barricade to prevent the mob from going in as well. Basically, they wanted to protect Dick Rowland. Good. Good. As they should. Exactly. However, a fight broke out, and mm-hmm. since the black men were outnumbered,
0: they retreated back to their home in Greenwood. And this is during a time, too, where, like, they were outnumbered, but probably... I, I would assume that they were scared as well, of too. Of course! Are you kidding me? Because white people are fucking scary, Keep bro. in mind,
1: this is during the Jim Crow laws, so not yeah. even the government is on your side. Right,
0: exactly. I mean, think
1: about this... this fight that breaks out right where there are police officers there but mm-hmm. they're not doing anything
0: exactly they're just letting it happen they're letting it and happen. then not only that it's like you engage in fighting and then they take you to prison exactly. for defending yourself exactly. and defending someone else you know like it's, right oh my gosh
1: yeah Ugh. can't imagine can't imagine but they i mean they did what they did exactly
0: did even
1: during jim crow like mm-hmm. that's talk about
0: strength yeah you know right exactly
1: um, in the early hours of June 1st, 1921, the Tulsa Race Massacre began. Oh no. This is a witness account written by Buck Colbert Franklin. He says, quote, I could see planes circling in midair. They grew in number and hummed, darted and dipped low. I could hear something like hail falling upon the top of my office building. Down east Archer, I saw the old Midway Hotel on fire, burning from its top, and then another and then another building began to burn from their top. The sidewalks were literally covered with burning turpentine balls. I knew all too well where they came from, and I knew all too well why every building was burning from the top. Where, oh where, is our splendid fire department with its half dozen stations? is the city in conspiracy with the mob
0: oh shit
1: end quote
0: (sighs) dude this is like the type of shit that just makes me like it makes my blood boil like ah
1: it's like you want to fight and you know you're outnumbered and you will lose Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. during this time Mm -hmm. but you can't do anything but fight for your livelihood yeah
0: And I think even, like, hearing these stories, us now, in 2021, it sucks because it's like, fuck, like, I wish I could do something, but this was in the 20s, so I can't, but still, like, what the fuck? Like, I just wish there was something that I could do. Exactly. Exactly. Man, that sucks.
1: Governor Robertson declared martial law and the National Guard troops arrived. Of
0: course they did.
1: Firefighters straggled behind mm-hmm. to finally put out fires. Of course, over six thousand people were held at the convention hall and fairgrounds for almost eight days for like safety and whatnot mm-hmm. and shelter. Mm-hmm. So within twenty-four hours, thirty-five blocks were charred. More than eight hundred were treated for injuries. And the death toll was reported to be 36, but many historians believe and know that there were as many as 300 people who oh died.
0: Oh my gosh, and they only reported
1: 36. 36? And there is a huge rumor that there are talks of a mass grave that has yet to be
0: found. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't Crazy. doubt it. Yeah you know the, the like one of the fucked up things too is that a lot of those people especially like we're coming off the heels of slavery right yeah. and these are people that didn't even have identities people that their, their identities were literally taken away from them mm-hmm. and um yeah it, so like I'd imagine that a lot of those people still weren't like quote unquote in the system mm-hmm. or you know whatever like there was no way to track them so for them yeah. to say that there's 36 people is just you already know that that's inaccurate inaccurate accurate, for one fun, yeah. and two it's like it's just fucked up because we'll probably never be able to track those people Nope,
1: not at all and it's really sad as for Dick Rowland and Sarah Page, Sarah Page declined to prosecute Dick Rowland. And so Dick Roland was then exonerated. And once he was exonerated, he got the fuck out of Tulsa. Oh, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> Some had said that they were actually romantically involved, and that they both left for Kansas City. <laughs> but we really don't wow. know what came of their lives after the Tulsa Massacre. And that is the story. A light story of the Tulsa yeah. Massacre.
0: imagine burning this Wonderful, thriving city down to the ground, to the ground, and then she doesn't even press
1: charges and then doesn't press charges at all. You know, when I read so that, y'all did I'm not that gonna for gonna no motherfucking read, yeah, exactly. I'm it did piss me off, you know, sure, yay for Dick Rowan because Lord knows what would have happened to him, right? He would have gotten the death penalty. For, you know, allegedly raping a white woman, even though, we know, that's not true, or sexually assaulting her. Yeah. And, like, I, reading that she excused it and decided not to ultimately press charges or go through with the prosecution, it just, (sighs) it it really pissed me off. Because I was like, so a whole city. Yeah. A whole thriving thriving city." city got burned to the ground. Yeah because of an accusation well
0: that goes to show you that uh they were not there to defend her no they were just looking for any Any reason to burn it down just a reason just any reason. reason and because if they would have talked to her and she would have been like i'm not pressing charges whatever, whatever Then they You would think That they would be like Okay whatever Like keep it pushing But no They like made up this story In their head It seems like
1: I just What trips me out Is the You know The witness Right Like what I read and how, like he said, he saw planes and he saw them. Like oh, he heard man. things get dropped on top of the building. Yeah. and the buildings were burning from the fucking top. That yeah. is a terrorist
0: act. That, that that's a terrorist. That attack. reminds
1: me of nine yeah. eleven, right? And I don't care if I'm like too far fetched about
0: this. No, like, you're not. It
1: reminds me of nine eleven, and I just when I when I was reading this, like I can't help but think about planes hitting the the towers. The twi- yeah, the mm-hmm. twin towers
0: mm-hmm. from the. No, no like I that's totally i it, see the same thing
1: that i can't help but like imagine that and yeah. it's like there is a terrorist attack on the city where the governor had <sighs> to declare martial law when was the last time we had to declare martial law <laughs> probably that <laughs> you know yeah no that martial law And you're going to tell me that these white people and some of these white people today aren't fucking terrorists? Hello? Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Martial law. Martial law on your own American citizens
0: get on get your out of own city that is just crazy that and insane. i'd imagine that this thriving city was helping the economy of tulsa oklahoma, of no, oklahoma as a whole it was the, so you was just fucked up be... your own economy and these people greenwood, were the ones that were building it up
1: greenwood was the second most successful um what's it called town? for Tulsa.
0: You know what? When I, like, hear this story, and there are other very similar stories to this as well that aren't as, as, you know, in the forefront, but there are so many stories that are just like this, where there were thriving cities, thriving communities, and the whites came, Mm. and then they just bombed it. They just fucked it all up and systematically, or very violently, took it all apart. Mm. And um, I just it scares me.
1: It does. Cause it's like, you see this pattern, right? Exactly. And if they don't tear it apart with mobs, like what are they going to use now?
0: I, and you know? I think, cause I've heard it before and I've actually heard it from black people say how other black people, we have a difficult time, like coming together in the communities. And we, we have a difficult time just like, um, getting on the same page and being together yeah. and stuff like that. And, to me I've always just been like but every time we came together as a community and really had something super fucking dope it was literally destroyed yeah literally and so it's just like damn dude like I don't know it's it it scares me it really does scare me
1: yeah it does and really like thinking about that because like even touching up with that I used to like I I thought the same thing like right so we talk about in our community building our own institutions and I think okay let's say we do uh build a city from the ground up in our own institutions Mm -hmm. and our own government like let's say we do that right Mm -hmm. um you know, how is it going to be torn down? I think back then it was easier because they it was easy to tear down because they were able to just be a fucking mob. And the yeah, government and was in, yeah. behind them or allowed them time mm-hmm. um, to tear down the city. Yeah. Now it might be a bit harder to tear down a city physically. Oh, that's
0: true. Um,
1: so it might be be easier to build our own institutions i don't know the ins and outs of a government yeah. i don't know how this shit
0: works well, i barely well, that's know like, how our money works that's like the fuck so, <laughs> thing is like once black people start doing shit as a whole then like all these rules and laws are oh, put into place to yeah. like fuck it yeah, up like you know true. what's funny is like i i've seen this time and time again it's like if you want gun gun control get all the black people, people to buy guns yeah, yeah, And I promise right. there will be gun control yep. You know so mm-hmm. it's like It's just like yeah. one of those things where um, What was it I want to say it's It was cryptocurrency And I was talking to our other Sister Sasha mm-hmm. and she was like saying like Yeah if you're, we're going to invest in crypto Make sure you get that shit now because Once we mm-hmm. all get a hold Of that shit meaning like us black yeah. people Get a hold of cryptocurrency And really start fucking up the world with our cryptocurrency yeah,
1: our then goals. all of a
0: sudden there's going to be all these laws and regulations yeah. and stuff like it's gonna that. going to be taxed.
1: Guarantee you. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. You know, the USA the government, whoever the fuck again, I, I just don't know who it is, but mm-hmm. they created their own crypto where it's like it's almost like a stock. I look at it as like a 401k, right? Like that right. stock never goes down Because you're yeah. just buying into it mm-hmm. So there is a, a crypto available Specifically for the US dollar Where you're basically just transferring your money To this crypto And it acts like
0: a bank. They think we're stupid They
1: think we're stupid I'm like, fuck
0: that I'm not <laughs> investing in that shit <laughs> like, Government's crypto Kiss my ass, dude Because oh, that's going to be taxable up. Fuck that Like, <laughs> kiss my ass They got me fucked up Yeah, kiss my ass Y'all can't ass even keep the value a dollar you you think i'm gonna buy into your cryptocurrency yeah exactly so but that's out now
1: but i you know we have to move whatever we're gonna do as a community whoever our leaders are speak louder so i can hear you and let's move fast (laughs) (laughs) we gotta get it together (laughs) we gotta get it together and i like how you said that i you know this morning on the breakfast club um we were listening to Dr. Umar, Umar Johnson's interview. Which, okay, I will <laughs> say, yo,
0: this guy, he may say some crazy shit sometimes, I and, with him. and he's funny and I entertaining, but, like, no, I, some shit he'd be saying, man. I with him. I'm oh, not, man. look, I don't, I laugh yeah. with him, not at him. I'll i get it. It's that. just, like, like I, I he kind of reminds me of, like, Candace Owens, where a lot of the shit she says is, like, like what the extreme. fuck? Yeah,
1: they're too extreme. Yeah, but, it but then it's, it's like, huh, you kind of make a little sense over there. Yeah, and Dr. Umar like, I'm for it. Yeah. With his absolutely. shit, his intentions, I am absolutely yeah. for it. Um, I do have to say, though, really quick, because in his interview, he talked about interrelas- interracial <laughs> relationships yeah. and how he's against it. And it's funny because Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club was like... You know, well, I wouldn't exist exist if there was an interracial relationship. I'm like, and I thought about it. I'm like, damn, same. (laughs) We hella wouldn't. I get what he's saying, but, like, also, I wouldn't
0: be here right now. Absolutely. No, 100%. 100%. (laughs) No, I totally. (laughs) That's funny because, I, you know, obviously, I'm like. I say I identify as biracial, but I'm like right. super black too super at so the same black, time. Yeah. Um, but no, you're right. I, it, it it's funny because what he was saying was very it totally made sense. Yeah. Like it absolutely made sense. Yeah and I get it, but no, you're totally right. Yeah. We but would with not that, exist without with that being said, like in that
1: um interview so Charlemagne was saying that um yeah like black people are are monolithic like we're there we can yeah. never get on the same page yeah but then like dr Omar johnson made a point he said yeah but the asian americans are also monolithic and somehow they're able they're to not build monolithic com- yeah. or or they're able to build he said they're all different but they're hmm.
0: able to build a community because even though you're different that doesn't mean that your goal can't be Be the the same same.
1: exactly and we got to get past our differences yeah we got to get if our goal is generational wealth then we got to get back get past that difference and and keep staring at the goal and it's
0: so crazy i was just talking about this like yesterday or two days ago and um we were just talking about how and man you know i don't like talking about black people but um just like when we do get money when we get our stimmy and shit like that Mm -hmm. we have to learn not to like try to stun on other people with it. Right. And it's I I think it's a mindset. And I honestly believe it's a mindset that has been passed down from generation Mm -hmm. to generation. I remember I was watching something on Netflix or I was listening Mm -hmm. to something, can't remember. But they were saying like where we get are like trying to flex on everybody type shit is like it comes from back in slavery times where we were only allowed to dress nice on Sundays and we had to come in our Sunday bests.
1: Our Sunday, for Sunday Oh,
0: my God. That was the only time. And so you are a slave for six days out of the week yeah. until Sunday morning. And you put on your best fucking outfit. Holy fuck. So you can come we and can not, not only impress oh my God. the owners and shit, but yeah. impress... The other slaves, because you're trying to let everybody know like that I got it and that it just comes from that slavery mindset. Holy fuck! And so to think it still affects us to this day. And that's why you and I, I mean, we've talked about it a million times trying to cut those generational curses. Mm -hmm. And it comes down to even like the way we dress on a daily basis, you know, like we have to like get out of this mindset and like. Focus on the shit that matters. Yeah, because the watch I'm wearing does not matter. No, it doesn't. The, the shoes, shoes I'm wearing, yeah, does not matter. That does
1: not matter. It it's looks cushy. good, but it's say,
0: but who cares? The right cares? people do not give a fuck. No, they like, don't.
1: I mean, I would say even like where I'm at now. You know, of course, I joke around about being unemployed, <laughs> blah blah blah, whatever. Yeah. But like I feel like I I have an entrepreneurial mindset, you know. Right. Cocktail murder is gonna take off. Absolutely, one hundred percent. time and mm-hmm. whatever. But with that being said, like I I in the place that I'm in now, I thought about that. So I had a stable job. I had a great corporate job, right? Mm-hmm. Shitting on everybody, but I realized. I put all of my pride in my job mm-hmm. because I was making money. That is such a I had a great thing. job. I mean, I'm going to say I was working at a law firm. That sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Right. Not only that, I was a fucking manager. Now that's stripped from me. Yeah. That it, and so I, now really, it's like, who are you? Who am I? Oh my God.
0: Oh my God. My God. <laughs> oh
1: my God. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm like looking at everyone who, who, um, not not even about the corporate drop corporate jobs but everyone who puts their worth and pride in their materialistic possessions yeah and i'm like i now i feel bad cuz it's like now when that's stripped away what who then are you who are you you know yeah. even my car's fucked up that was also my pride so yeah. it's like literally my pride was stripped and yeah. now i'm at a place where it's like okay I have nothing, but I still have something. Right. And that something is measured by my work ethic, by mm-hmm. my spirit, by exactly. my health, mm-hmm. you know, by exactly. my love for my family. Yeah. By You know, mm-hmm. that's where my worth is measured, not by what I have.
0: <gasps> Girl. <laughs> that's dude. We, we preach it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's good.
1: But yeah. Well. Wow. That's good. Yeah.
0: All right. Are we ready for my story? Dude, yours was so good, like
1: <sighs> I'm, I'm super I like You don't even
0: want to tell mine because it was so <laughs> good. No,
1: I'm I'm super ready for yours. Mine was more don't know what the fuck
0: that was but <laughs> it's very reflective for mm, sure very mm, reflective yeah. and very um whew. yeah i'd be having to pray after hearing those stories because <sighs> my heart it do not be in the right place no, i'll tell you that it makes you. yeah no i and we could cut this out
1: but it it makes you grow resentment it makes you grow hate and yeah. that's not you can't be hateful you can't no resent no. a group of people
0: you know what I mean? Which is so fucked <laughs> up. Because, like, how come they can and we can't? Right? Why do we have to forgive? You know? We we yeah. have to turn the trust, other cheek. Trust peak, me. Yeah. I,
1: I totally it, get
0: it. It's just... Oh. Yeah. I totally get it. No, I get it. It's it's a difficult thing. Yeah. My thing is when they act like they don't understand why. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what you mean, why?
1: <laughs> and it, that's where the hate grows. It's like, that's where it, like grows in my heart or it's like I kind of don't fuck with you now. Dude, or I'll tell family. you, like
0: I've I've said it before in, in episodes before I have a co-worker a, <laughs> a coworker who is very on the right side. His name is Fred. <laughs> okay, Fred. <laughs> um and he's like super uh, you know a DJT supporter. Ugh, yeah um a super and It was just funny because, like, he had stopped by my desk not too long ago, and he was talking about, um, of course, he likes to get into politics and shit like Mm -hmm. that, which I don't, I have stopped entertaining, but before I was entertaining it just because, one, it was funny because he also is, like, a conspiracy theorist, Mm -hmm. so his thoughts were just crazy. Which is fun. Yeah, and two, I listened because, you know, I'm pretty much I lean a little bit more left than I do right mm-hmm. even though I do consider myself in the middle it is I am more left-leaning than right-leaning and so I like to hear the right because right. like you know let me know maybe yeah. this is just the algorithms around me and this sure. is why I feel yeah. this way whatever first of all y'all right-leaning motherfuckers sound crazy <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not me it's you yes exactly
0: <laughs> but it was just funny because we were talking and he was like saying like He doesn't believe in white privilege and it's because he grew up in a very very small home in the middle of nowhere and blah 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 and he was like yeah there are white people on drugs too and there are white people this and there are white people that and and so i of course i had to explain to him like and i didn't explain i just let him know like white privilege isn't you grew up poor, yeah. so you don't have privilege. No, yeah, no. <laughs> that's not what white privilege is, not, is. Yeah, like,
1: it's not based on financials. I mean, it's affected by financials, but it's not based yeah. on that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, so yeah, it's dude. You by the color of your skin, will you get <laughs> fucked up
0: by the police
1: officers? <laughs> exactly. No? Hello. Oh, okay. But Jesus. you know, white people—they they don't be listening. measured by the color of your skin. You know,
0: like exactly that's, what privilege that's the, Jesus. but they they don't want to hear that, yeah. right? And so it was just funny because then again he was like talking about like yeah there are white people that are extremely poor and blah blah blah, and he was like yeah like the media they don't show those people for some reason the media just wants the races to be apart and so they don't show the white people and I'm like yeah they don't really like show yeah. the white people the poor white people all that much but it was just funny because in his head he's like they don't show the poor white people and that's why black people think that there are no poor white people and it's so funny because me on the other side I'm like they don't show the poor white people because they want to show the poor black people <laughs> like to what? villainize black people. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I that's the point. That's the whole fucking- <laughs> and like and when they show poor white people, they show them like it's a sad thing. Oh, they're on drugs. Oh, there's an opioid so, so epidemic. They, exactly. Oh, there's this. Like, but then when they show poor a black blame on people, blame someone
1: else, but when it comes to poor black
0: people, it's, it's like they're us. they're lazy. Like, it's almost like yeah, we they choose this or
1: that. Their <sighs> point is is that we choose to be down and out when that's not the case at it's all it's just it's amazing
0: yeah. how two people can be looking at the same exact thing yeah. and have two totally different interpretations yeah. of yeah it. it's just it's amazing yeah. and he like he thought we were on the same page like he was like <laughs> no oh, yeah like they don't show the white people and I'm mm. like yeah they don't show the white people mm. <laughs> and he's like He's like, yeah, because they want the races to be... No, they yeah. don't. It's not like, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, so anyways, yeah. Yeah. So it's like those conversations where I'm just like, we are so unalike. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And he had the audacity to be like, yeah, we have more than common than we thought. No, no, no. we don't have anything no, in common. It's like, I
1: just really quick, because I know we want to get into your story, but like really quick, I mean, I've talked to a few white guys you know dated a few white guys and like there's no common ground (laughs) what so I can't understand them for shit and like honestly I can't do it I just and I can't and do it. and
0: I we we said this last podcast. You white there's nothing against like yeah, you guys are. Oh my attractive. God, white boys are so yeah, cute. you guys
1: are cuties. You know what I mean? But fuck you guys,
0: your personality is trash. Oh my God. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! I mean, t- I mean, you know, again, well, obviously for me. It's trash for me. Obviously, <laughs> for me. we're not talking about like all white boys. We don't no, want yeah. anybody to get offended. Blah blah blah. Whatever. We <laughs> right. have to do the disclaimer and shit. Like, <laughs> honestly, you know it. You know what type of white person you are. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> (laughs) Like it is what it is, but like no, seriously, I I absolutely feel the same. And you know what is so funny, and this is one of the reasons why I'll probably never talk to that coworker ever again is, for some reason, we got on the subject of like if he if his blue eyed blonde uh, blue eyed blue eyed blonde haired daughter were to bring home um, a black man, Mm -hmm. and I told him you would be nervous. Yeah, you would not. If your daughter. Okay, what you? And he was like. Well, you know, it depends on you know. Depends what, on what? What is, is he poor? Is, yeah, yeah. Oh girl, no. oh girl, oh girl. The yes.
1: That we go through the audacity.
0: Oh, but what? Girl. What if he? What it's if she Japan. brought home a, a poor white boy? The, well, you would let that what? slide, huh? Then I what? bet you would let that slide. So, yeah. So, needless to say, I'm no longer talking to that co-worker. Wow. Again, I only spoke to him because of entertainment purposes only. Wow. Yeah. It's no longer entertaining. No, it's <laughs> now
1: irritable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, we're going to get into my story today. Um, and we're going uh, to take a slight turn. Um, Okay. And we're actually going to talk about the youngest serial killer ever. Shut up. Okay, here we go. So we usually, of course, on Cocktail Murder, um, we focus on the victim and the victim's story. um, Because that is the story that goes untold. Um, However... And this is also the trigger warning. Since we are talking about the youngest serial killer ever, we are talking about the age range of his victims, which are... Uh, I want to say children But they're more like l- Very small oh, babies, babies. Oh. Um, So Yeah so just be prepared It gets a little violent It gets pretty fucked up And uh, th- that's your trigger warning you guys <laughs> That's all I have to say Okay So my true crime story takes place In a little village called Mushahar in Bihar India This takes place in 2006, so not that long ago. Where were you in 2006? Holy shit! Two. I remember. Okay. (laughs) So weird.
1: I remember being at Lutheran School. Yes. Um, To that school. I think I was in first grade or second grade. Um, I well, I was in sixth grade. So yeah, you were probably like
0: first or second.
1: Yeah. And I remember having to say the date and the date was 2005 and the whole class oh, said yeah. it and for whatever reason that memory just sticks with me <laughs> saying 2005 with the rest of the class so like like a cult kind of you guys had to say so it together We were together. like 2005 yes <laughs> It was like I don't know December 15 Yo,
0: 2005 Low key that school was kind of holy Polish. fuck Maybe we should bleep the name out Let's bleep the name but that that was cold. Kind of, it was a little cold. Holy shit. Yeah. You know we got kicked out of that school because we didn't join the church. We got kicked out because we did a join the church. Dude, that's, that's crazy. A cult. That's, that's a, cult. a cult. That's a cult. That's a cult. It's totally a cult. We were almost a part of a cult. And women weren't allowed to have any positions of power. Do oh, you remember that? I do. Like, I surely do. They were not. One of the teachers who was the lower grades teacher, yeah. Mrs. Draper, oh, love loved her. her. Oh, my gosh. Um, she was there for years. Yeah. And she wasn't allowed to become the principal no. because women were not allowed to hold any type of power holy fuck that was a cold dude yeah that's crazy yeah wow wow why did we go to that school i don't know who chose us. we school? were like non-denominational christians <laughs> <laughs> they put They're us in the a lutheran opposite school of
1: lutheran, not catholic school lutheran, lutheran. <laughs> like, oh my like, gosh. that's that crazy about? what was that about Anyways, 2006. I was yo mama. (laughs) 2006 was after the year of the staple memory of me saying 2005 when I was really young. So (laughs) it was
0: probably in second grade in 2006. It sounds about right. (laughs) Okay, so the village uh, that this takes place in, it was. Poverty stricken. So mm. the locals, and I mean it's still po- poverty stricken. The locals are mostly manual <laughs> label worker, label, <laughs> manual <laughs> labor workers, um, that get paid next to nothing, and it has pretty harsh living conditions. I don't know if you've ever been to a third world country. I've never been to a third world country, mm. but I've been to Thailand. I don't think Thailand is a third is world a- country. Okay, but the conditions are so much, like, different than America. Mm, how so? Some of their bathrooms, like, you have to squat to pee. Like, there's not a toilet. It's, like, a hole in the ground, and you squat over it to pee. Did you shit in a hole? I totally did not. Oh. <laughs> because the villa that we had had, had toilets. Had, okay. Um, But it was just, like, a very interesting Change. And they were very used to it. Like, it was, yeah. like, this is just what they do, but... When you go to other countries, you you're kind of like, well, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And again, it's not. I don't think it's a third world country or anything. So it's like just the fact that, wow, you guys live this way. Yeah. Interesting. Even though, don't get me wrong, time no, no, is so much fun. Beautiful. I I want to go back so <laughs> badly. Yeah. Yeah. I will go back in a heartbeat. Um, mm. So yeah. Wow. But anyways, yeah. Interesting. So I could only imagine, like, yeah. It being like that and then a third world country even being worse than that, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. kinda of scary. Mm. Um, so anyways so yeah but uh so with all of that the biggest joy of the village are the children mm. and this place has tons of kids i mean families are just popping out God damn. kids less than right. left and right there's to do yeah. <laughs> right exactly <laughs> um, plus there's a lot of manual labor so of course oh, you know yeah. that's the thing like you have a bunch of kids so that they can work work yeah exactly <sighs> um And every day, hundreds of kids, they would get together and then they would play throughout the streets or like throughout whatever through the village. I'd imagine I've like I see what I see in movies when kids are just like running running around around, playing soccer, you know, like whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One of the biggest families in the village was called the Seda family. And it kind of reminds me of our Chamorro side Mm. where, you know, on Guam, there's only like a few big like Like, last names yeah the prominent names um so in one of them (laughs) nettedog yeah they're all like basically cousins and you know everybody's pretty much related um yeah yeah, like us nettedog another one is like sublime or cruise or you know like it's just like one of those so again the biggest one in this village was the seda family Mm one day some of the village people noticed that there was a child missing Mm. and she was a six-year-old girl that was part of the seda family she was always outside playing with all of the other children but on this day she never showed back up she one day she went to play and the next day she never went back to play anymore the town was a pretty close-knit community, but they also didn't pry into certain people's businesses, especially the Seda family's business. Mm. So when the young Seda girl went missing, the people of the village just kind of figured, well, the Seda family was dealing with a loss mm-hmm. um, privately, so we're just not going to, yeah, you know, get into it. And then they went on with their lives. Which you think, okay, maybe that is actually the respectful mm-hmm. thing to do. Because, listen, if... We're we obviously don't see this little girl anymore. So something possibly happened to her. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that there's a loss. And if the family is not talking about it, well let me just then let me not talk about yeah, it. It just yeah, just yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah. kind of what we I'm do sure the family now. is dealing they'll, with what they need to deal with. Yeah. They'll bring it up if Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so during this same time, another woman that was part of the Seda family gave birth to a baby girl. Everyone was very excited because it was another addition to the Seda family. Mm-hmm. They were very prideful of their last name. No. They wanted to keep it going. It, that was just the thing. Um, however, just a few months after giving birth, the newborn baby disappeared. No. Right? The Seda family didn't seem to have an explanation, and the village people began getting more and more concerned. hmm However, just like before, they felt it would be more respectful for the family to handle mm. what they thought was a loss mm. in peace. Mm. So they were like, all right, well, damn, they Awed, done, they lost another kid. Second, like, yes. yes, they were. I'm sure that they were like, hmm, something's up. But also like, you know what? It's not my business. It's Right. It's not my yeah. business. That's for that family to handle. It is what it is. In 2007, another infant girl went missing. She was only six months old, and this time she was not a part of the Seda family. Her name was Kushboo. Isn't that cute? I wonder if they called Kush. her Boo. Hey, yeah, Boo! <laughs> yeah, that is cute. <laughs> and uh, the day she went missing, her mother had dropped her off at the primary school for the day. Mm-hmm. And when she got back to, po- to pick her up, Kushboo was gone she was frantically running around her mother was frantically running around the village asking if anyone had seen her and the staff at the school said that they didn't see anyone come in or leave and they had no idea what happened to her which i would sue the mm-hmm. fuck mm-hmm. out of a school if i drop my kid off there and i come back mm. and she not mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. oh man no way You are going to court There's no buddy. way Yeah
1: There's <laughs> no way I'm fucking everyone
0: up yes. the kids Yes Yes Exactly <laughs> I'm fucking exactly. everyone up Eventually Kushboo's mother Ran into a member Of the Seda family She told mm. them That she couldn't Find her daughter And that particular Family member uh, She ran Oh the, the particular family Member she ran into Said that she may Know what had happened Oh lord From there, they called the police and told them about the missing baby. And the Seda family member said that they have a possible suspect and they should come right away. When the police arrived, the family member took the police over to the area where all the children were playing. They did that every day. Mm -hmm. It was just like a whatever thing. And the family called over Amarjeet Seda. Amarjeet? Amarjeet Seda (laughs)
1: Amarjeet Amarjeet
0: Excuse me if I'm pronouncing that wrong Um, He was an 8 year old boy They asked him if he knew What may have happened to the baby girl Amarjeet Said he knew exactly what happened The 8 year old boy told the police That the baby was dead And the police asked How do you know and eight-year-old Amarji replied, I know she's dead because I killed her. No, at eight years old. Eight years old. The police were very surprised, um, and for some reason did not believe him. But I'm like, an eight-year-old boy, if I was a police officer and an eight-year-old boy is like, I killed her, would I believe him right away? An you know, kid. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Especially given the circumstances, like nobody saw him come in or out. Like, what kid is smart enough to like to kill a
1: fucking baby? Yeah,
0: seriously. Yeah. Um, so they didn't believe him until he took the police to the spot (gasps) where he killed and buried Kushboo's body in a shallow grave. Amarjit said, "Oh, you guys, it gets." Is it, ugh, it gets a little oh, crazy right fuck here. Okay. Um, Margit said that he had taken the baby from the school while no one was paying attention. Sued. I'm suing your ass. You're not paying attention and somebody took so my baby? So you're going
1: to allow an eight-year-old
0: kid? You're getting sued.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I'm ta- I'm going to own this school 100%. by the time I'm done with That's you. It's going to
1: be my name. The school's going to be my yes, name. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. <sighs> so he took her while no one was paying attention. Then he took her to an open field where there was no people around, and he began strangling her. However, he wasn't quite getting the satisfaction that he wanted. There was, like, no fight in her. There was no, like, being scared. This is a six-month-old baby, so there's nothing... Yes. God. He wanted her murder to be a little more violent, So he picked up a stone off of the ground and he began beating her in the head with it until she died.
1: My God, bludgeoned her.
0: Bludgeoned her to Uh. death. A six month old baby. Could you imagine her? She's probably crying, you know, like, ugh. When they realized that he was telling the truth, they took eight-year-old the eight-year-old boy down to the police station.
1: Oh my God!
0: The police said, Marjid Seda, He didn't talk much, but he sure smiled a lot. He was sitting in his chair, swinging his feet in the chair, and he even asked for cookies while he was in custody. What the fuck? What so it was so almost psycho. like he didn't even know." Yeah.
1: What like, happened Like
0: he didn't even know What he did It's just like
1: Yeah like this happened This was a regular day Like he has no reason Like no morals of Moral compass Exactly
0: like Exactly uh, He didn't talk much But he smiled a lot
1: That's fucking
0: weird I'd burn that kid Immediately You are the devil Yeah
1: At best, uh, Yeah you're the devil's spawn <laughs> At this point
0: Seriously God Okay so remember the person That pretty much Turned him in Yes um, And they were also A member of the Seda family Yes The reason they knew exactly who to question about uh, this girl and the previous missing girls was because Amarjeet had murdered them too. So the first missing girl was in 2006, and that happened to be Amarjeet's first cousin. No! Yes. And when I say first cousin, I mean like his mom's brother's kid. So cousin-cousin.
1: Yeah, oh my god.
0: He murdered her pretty much the same way. He took her out to a field where no one was and he began strangling her. But remember, this girl was six years old. She tried to fight back, so she was old enough to be able to try to fend him off. However, she just wasn't strong enough to stop him. He strangled her until she was blue in the face. But then, at the very last second, right before she died, he took his hands off of her. She sat there gasping for air. And as soon as she was able, or as, she, as soon as she was beginning to get her breath back, he took a nearby rock and he smashed her in the head until she died. Like how sadistic is that so like... I'm like sitting there straight not I'm but he's sitting there yeah. strangling her literally until she is about to yeah die and then he's like wait 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 <sighs> yeah let me let you catch your breath oh but let me take this stone no, and I'm going to fuck you up yeah, with it like, that
1: is that's very the that's devil twisted. dude that's twisted oh, I just my can't God.
0: wow so come to find out that the Seda family quickly found out about what Amarji did to his cousin because he had confessed it to his entire family collectively the Seda family decided to keep quiet about it so when she went missing and the the village people were like yo what happened to the six year old they didn't say and they were wondering why the family wasn't saying anything it was because they collectively agreed we're just not going to say a word about it I just can't I... the family scolded a um and thought that he understood the consequences of his actions even though there clearly wasn't a consequence uh, but just a few months later a struck again so remember uh... the second uh, lady that had the baby and um, and her baby was six months when the baby went missing That second murder was his own baby sister.
1: No, shut up.
0: Yes. So his mother had just had the baby a few months later. He killed her. He said that, and this is him again confessing to the police. He said that she approached her while she was asleep in her crib, picked her up and took her to a field and murdered her the same way he had murdered his cousin and the same way he had murdered Kushboo. He did the same thing as before and even confessed the murder of his sister to his family, to the Seda family. But the family once again decided that it was a quote-unquote family matter and decided to keep it a secret from anyone else in the village. So, as we know, the third murder, that was Kushboo. So, he strikes again, and it's so fucked up. The only reason the Seda family member turned him in um, for Kushboo's murder was because Kushboo was not a member of the Seda family. It was no longer Mm. a family matter. Now, you're killing other people's children, Mm. which... Seems fucked up. Yeah. But at least they had the heart to be like, okay, okay no. Like, yeah, yeah, this is number, number three. Yeah. Like, no. So of course being the youngest serial killer ever, um, and committing his first murder when he was only seven years old was mm-hmm. when he murdered his cousin. Psychologists and psychiatrists everywhere wanted to study him. Uh, They're still, to this day, baffled because they can't seem to pinpoint where he got the idea of killing them. He didn't have access to TV or books or anything like that, nothing that had to do with the media, and there wasn't any evidence of him being, like, abused as a child. There was just something in him that simply wanted to kill. So he's, like, one of the biggest anomalies, where, like, a lot of serial killers in the world, they can go back and they can kind of pinpoint... Where yeah. shit started to get fucked up. Even if you were kind of born with, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're born with the, I don't know, the mindset to want to kill, but like, yeah. they usually can pinpoint, oh, you were abused at this yeah. or shit went wrong here. Shit, yeah. But with him, it was so like. How do you,
1: that's the age where shit would go wrong. I mean, right. Exactly. A serial
0: killer. When yeah. He was an and he yeah. was clearly a serial killer before yeah. that. Like, oh, yeah, crazy. Um, so yeah so listen to this oh my gosh Amarjit was placed in the remand home which is a temporary detention center and that was in a nearby town under Indian law a child cannot be sentenced to death or be sent to prison but they can be detained in a children's home until they turn 18 so he did not go to prison he did not get sentenced to death, and he he was sent to a, children ho- a children's home. That's it. I was trying to look up where he might be now, yeah, yeah. but I couldn't find anything. Fuck. Yeah, I couldn't find anything. But yes, that's the story of Amarjit Seda, oh the God. youngest serial killer ever.
1: I don't even know. Like, I do have mixed feelings on children. Being sent to prison.
0: Uh, No, of of course, yeah. At
1: eight years old.
0: (sighs) But this dude was the devil.
1: You're killing, you're murdering at eight. I think you should be held, if you can't be sent to prison, you gotta be held in an asylum, not at a fucking children's home. Like, I, I don't know. I. God. You have some sense of moral compass at eight. Mm hmm. You know,
0: well, kids aren't wrong. stupid. No, yeah. they're not. But that was the fucked up thing. And we only have like a minute and a half left. No. Um, but um, the thing is, like, the psychologists and stuff, they were so baffled because it was like he had no idea what he did wrong. Yeah. Like, they were just like, it's like you're talking to this kid and he's just like, oh, yeah, this another happened. day. Yeah. Happened. Like, yeah. even him being like with the police and they're like he's swinging his feet like he's a kid he's swinging yeah. his feet he's wanting cookies he's smiling it was like he had no idea that it was wrong to yeah murder. and yeah. and then they were saying like Ugh. at that age it's difficult to even understand what death is so it's yeah. like he probably didn't even understand that he had yeah. just literally murdered someone
1: yeah damn i do wish i knew where he's at now like I know. does he have some what? sort of remorse like you know what I yeah. mean? Like, what are his thoughts about what
0: he did now? Exactly. You know? Dude. Wow. I don't know. Wow. Eight years old. Eight. And he was seven when he committed the first one. Wow. Imagine that. Wow. And I blame a little bit of the, not a little bit, a lot of bit of the family.
1: And that's the thing. Like, why keep that quiet? You shouldn't keep that quiet yeah, no, when you... Up read a fucking serial killer that's on hello? the loose hello jesus christ oh, that's it that goes for a lot of families a lot of like major fam wow this was a good episode <sighs> your story dude your i'm story. like i eight years old like i'm still
0: oh my gosh yeah it's yeah and I know, like we low key got cut off because whatever, yeah. but like, yeah, like, what do you do with a kid that is that evil? Send, send him away somewhere. Do you Man. turn? Would you turn in your
1: eight-year-old son?
0: You know, and that's where. So when I was saying earlier too, like I blame the family, but it's like. Like really, how? It, yeah, how can you it. blame the family? Like he's a seven, eight-year-old, yeah, son and cousin and nephew, and I don't know. That's it. That's like, difficult. What would you that's do? I just yeah. I I don't know what I would do. I, oh man, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow, that's difficult. Wow. Difficult decisions. It is. It totally is. <sighs> wow.
1: Wow. Well, wow, well, that's another episode. <laughs> yeah, that is another episode here on Cocktail Murder. Yep. Hey you guys, definitely send us more reviews. The reviews yeah. that um that we read, they were really nice and um abs- it absolutely filled my heart. I'll say that. It yeah, was just I know, that makes me Just feel like so good. really sweet, you know what yes. I mean? Um continue to rate us and um, you know, and Give us your comments. Um, so far, we're still doing the Instagram live every Wednesday, 7 p.m. PST. Yes, there's um, so
0: much fun. We Please. say this every
1: episode that um, your live interactions, live comments fuel us. And it's great. I love it. I love to hear from you guys. Yes. Um, it's honestly the best
0: feeling ever. We love to hear you guys talk shit. It's oh, hilarious. Oh, my gosh. It's- and <laughs> honestly, you guys, like we take some, like our favorite true crime stories yes. that that we do say on the podcast yeah. here and then, again, we do it live on Instagram yeah. Live so we can get your interactions. Because yeah. I don't know about y'all, but when I listen to our podcasts or any podcast, yeah. I'm talking back. Oh, 100%. You know 100%. what I mean? 100%. And, and so it's it's to... a way for you guys to talk back to us
1: and, yeah. and, and, and talk and we, shit. <laughs> we actually interact with you guys, and that's, like, the fun part. You know, exactly. it's like the interaction is everything. The connection is everything. Um, So definitely tune in on our lives. Be sure to again write your reviews on the podcast. We would totally appreciate that. Yes. Um, and yeah, that is another episode of Cocktail Murder. Of cocktail again, murder. One more time. I'm just gonna say we are drinking or we drank all of <laughs> yeah, the, we the bottle. <laughs> yeah, the bottle of the um black girl magic rose by the McBride sisters. This is a Black-owned wine company, and, man, it's good. I got to say It's so good,
0: and the bottle is so beautiful. It is. The packaging is great. The label is gorgeous, too. Look at that M. Yes. Can I read this, the back of this right now? I just realized this. Black girl magic is more than a phrase. It's a feeling, a look, a mood, a Mm. taste. The Black girl (laughs) – Girl, my black girl magic tastes good.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: black girl magic collection is our personal ode to our culture and story, mm. inspired by the magic and resilience of black women to be enjoyed by all. Oh my God. Woo. Kind of, wow. No, I love it. There's a I few more it. stuff in there, but it, but the, it, oh my gosh, yeah. it's it's awesome. No, yeah. It says black owned, women owned. Ooh. Um, uh, I love I'm it. I'm so happy. Can't this get makes any me better so than happy. that. <laughs>
1: black owned and woman owned can't get any better than that seriously seriously um wow well you guys this is another episode of cocktail murder you are great thank you for tuning in till the end you guys are awesome we love you guys this is episode 20 episode 20 i know i wish we planned it out correctly where we would have dropped it yeah on
0: 420
1: but well we suck all good
0: maybe next year we'll see
1: oh wait probably not (laughs)
0: does that work i don't think it works out that way maybe in a few
1: years we'll see um well yeah thank you guys again for joining and we will cheers it out to the next murder cheers clink clink